Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Purchase anything big that you regret during the pandemic. 651-641-1071. Did you make any like gigantic big purchases, whether it's like size wise or financially or really anything? Did you buy anything that you really regret in the past year plus during the pandemic? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Uh, did you buy anything that you regret during the last year plus of the pandemic? Regret. Apparently. Why are this we asking? Is, well, thank you for asking. Um, this is due to a poll of Britons. That would be British people. People from the UK? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am a Briton. Briton. <laughs> Who uh, used uh, their lockdowns to spend some money doing a little retail therapy. And they asked people about the purchases they made. And a lot of them made gigantic purchases and then fully regretted them. Yeah. Things like hot tubs. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Pizza ovens. Oh, who Which I a pizza I, Thank you for saying that. I did not. Anyway, they compiled the 18 most regretted purchases uh, during the pandemic. Now, I, I want to just, as a quick caveat to this, when I say during the pandemic, I also want to remind everybody it's happening still. It's not over. COVID-19 still a real deal. Okay. So I'm not saying that it's over, but I'm talking about in the time as we have been experiencing COVID-19. Yeah. Um, people have made some real regrettable purchases. Uh, and like I said, there is a there is a list of 18 top regretted purchases. And like I said, um, what's the most regretted? Are they in gaming, order of importance? Gaming equipment oh, okay. is the number one. Uh, 18 like so the, the lowest on the list are things like a bicycle or computer equipment. I like this one, though. Hobby equipment, like arts and crafts materials. Oh, sure. I think a lot of people started some hobbies during the pandemic oh, and maybe yeah. I haven't hope... really been keeping them up. I hope people started hobbies. I mean, what else were you doing with your time? Right. Sitting in a corner shivering. Uh, let's, like, go, ah. let's go to the phone. I, Hannah is I mean, on the line. That burns some calories. That's, I have to say that's true. Yeah. Anxiety is a... <laughs> <laughs> It'll do something. 651-641-1071. Did you make a regrettable purchase during the pandemic? What did you buy and uh, do you regret it and why? Let's go to the phones. Hannah's on the line. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hannah, what did you purchase that you regret? A lot of Taylor Swift merchandise. 
Oh my god! I don't. I would. She keeps coming out with things, and I keep looking, and I always, almost always, twist my arm and go for it because I know if I don't do it right away, it's going to sell out Mm -hmm. and be ridiculously expensive secondhand. But at the same time, it's like, do I really need this? And ninety-five percent of the time, it's no. So, like, what kinds of things are you actually buying? Did you get the cardigan? I did. That one I don't regret. Don't regret. Um, I've also gotten a couple necklaces. I got earrings. I've gotten some shirts. Um, I've gotten the vinyls. Yeah. Um, I probably should have gotten those in store because those are expensive. And actually, my fearless ones got lost in the mail and magically turned up, but <gasps> they were still expensive. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Hannah, I got to tell you something. Thank you for your call, first Thanks, of all. Thanks, Hannah. I just went over to the Taylor Swift merchandise store, and there's new merch, and I didn't look at it for a while, and I got I might spend $65 on it's, a Taylor Swift sweater. It's red season, Colleen. Well, I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, go for it. I, but I hear her because, like, do you know, so... I want. I don't remember if it. It must have been after she released um, um, folklore that had the song "Cardigan" on it. Yeah, she sold a Taylor Swift cardigan yeah, on genius. her website. It was. I. I think it was probably sixty five dollars. I bought it for my brother as a gift for Christmas. It felt like a, the right thing to do. I did not buy myself one, unfortunately. That's weird. Which I still am regretting because... Is your brother a Taylor Swift fan? Yes. Oh, okay. Total Swifty. Um, I went... Uh, for some reason, it like popped up on eBay or something, and somebody was selling it for like hundreds of dollars. Oh, I'm and sure. I'm sure they got it. Yeah. So uh, that, to me, Hannah, I would say you are sitting on a gold for, mine. As an investment opportunity. Yes. Taylor Swift merchandise is a no-brainer. Who knew? But this knit sweater, oof, I might have to get it. It's real cute. 651-641-1071. Did you make any purchases during the last year and change that you uh, totally regret? Let's go to Christine. Hi, Christine. Christine, did you buy anything that you absolutely regret during the pandemic? Um, well, I got a cat, and I don't re- I don't regret getting the cat, but I did buy a really fancy litter box that was over seven hundred dollars. <gasps> oh my god! What does it like scoop it the poop and itself? fly away? It does because um, I looked at the self cleaning ones, and I didn't want to get one, get one with the rakes because I didn't want the poop to get stuck in the rakes. So I mm-hmm. bought the one that um, turns turns upside down. Yeah, a litter robot. I like it. But I'm like, oh, that was a $700 lazy right there. Oh, Christine. $700. I would be lying to you if I told you I haven't been looking at reviews of that on YouTube. And haven't they been are. able to pull the trigger, but so, you are loving it. What I'm learning is this is turning into the things that are on Colleen's Apparently. wish list. Who knew? <laughs> oh. Get it. So you have no regrets. Just a just a price tag. Yeah, I like having it. It's a hard <laughs> one to tag. swallow. Thank I get you. that. Thank you, Christine. Yep. I, the thing I worried about with that one, and it sounds like she probably had the cat young enough that the cat got used to it. My cats are old and they're picky now, so I feel like I'm not. That's the thing that's keeping me away from that. I'm just saying. Yeah, because you're going to get a surprise almond roca. Thank you. On a litter box? Have you seen the? I mean, they're insane. 
they literally clean but what themselves. is it doing that like a litter box that I mean like what does it take you 10 minutes to empty a litter box yeah if that yeah i mean it's just like how much do you love not having to clean the if you box. just if you just if you em- love it seven hundred dollars embrace it like digging for buried treasure Holly. and then when you get the biggest Holly just you win. wants to talk about poop he really does no I'm just trying to be the optimist <laughs> let's go to Naomi hi Naomi what is your regrettable purchase during the pandemic hi Naomi uh, hi. oh hi sorry I didn't hear that first part it's mine okay. was and I should have waited but I spent six hundred dollars on trays to whiten my teeth at the dentist and oh, then sure. you're wearing a mask so nobody sees it right and at work, I'm going back and forth from mask to not, and you know, so my teeth get white, and then I forget about it, and then we're wearing that. And so it was just dumb, and now I've lost interest. Naomi, <laughs> so here's, I'm going to just give you this. So maybe it'll renew your interest in it. You okay. could, this could be like your way of emerging from our masked time as a, as a butterfly. Like, <laughs> I like it. Taking the time while you are, you know, kind of considerably covered up to to get everything kind of tuned up. And then when you can just do a final reveal and then it'll be worth it. So get back to those trays, girl. All right. I will. (laughs) Thank you for your call, Naomi. Um, Well, I mean, so we got a a Gucci litter box, some Teeth whitening trays and Taylor pretty, Swift merchandise. I don't know. I don't feel like I would. Reg- I, the seven hundred dollar litter box. I think I would regret regret because seven hundred dollars just seems absurd to buy anything if it's not like a computer or uh, something that you're going to be using mm-hmm. day in and day out. I get that you do have to deal with poop day in and day out, mm-hmm. but that just seems like a lot. I mean, we all. I mean, we all deal with poop day in and, and day out. I just flush it. There you go. Or like you know. With a dog, you just pick it up and throw it away. Let me just really quickly run through the regrettable purchases. Uh, bicycle, computer equipment, hobby equipment like arts and crafts materials, a TV. That is not, no, do not regret that. A smartphone or a tablet, a voice activated assistant like an Alexa or something. Mm. Uh, kitchen appliances like an air fryer or a bread maker. Jewelry, garden furniture, a scooter, equipment for sports, hot tub or jacuzzi, pizza oven, musical instruments, home gym equipment, closer shoes, tools and carpentry equipment and gaming equipment. I imagine the the thing people regret the thing they don't find them. There's some the that they don't find that they would use. Right. Meaning like if you're still using the thing, I imagine you're not regretting it. Right. 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 It's that you got it and you're like, oh, turns out I don't want to make pizza anymore. I right. just want to buy it. Mm-hmm. Like, then I get, you know, that might be regretful. And I would just say, like, you know, get on that Facebook marketplace. Holly will buy it from yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Alec Baldwin has a plan for how they can prevent gun incidents on movie sets. We're going to hear what that is when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Has an idea of how they can prevent any other incidents like what occurred on the set of Rust. Uh, and Bradley's going to give us all, all that story on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Yeah, so Alec Baldwin has this plan to prevent future gun incidents on movie sets, but I feel like there is a much easier solution. At least, I don't know, unless I'm missing something. So I saw this. Story about a story. No, it was actually over on CNBC. Alec Baldwin says Hollywood production should hire police officers to inspect on-set firearms. 
So he takes to Twitter and says, quote, every film and TV set that uses guns, fake or otherwise, should have a police officer on set hired by the production to specifically monitor weapon safety. He writes this in a tweet that was then also shared on Instagram. And look, without going into the specific incident that took place, only because I don't really think that's relevant. I mean, like, it's relevant because it happened. But, like, I don't think it matters to this idea that he laid forth, at least in having an opinion about it. So he thinks that every movie set that utilizes a gun, fake or otherwise, should hire a police officer to monitor weapon safety. Um, how about you just don't have guns on movie sets? Thank you. It's so obvious. Like to me, and I'm sure like a lot of people feel the same. I do not understand why you need to have a gun. Now, he says fake or otherwise. I think it would be dumb to hire a police officer. Again, like Alec Baldwin, this is his story. He's a part of a tragedy. I like, I'm not focused on him right now. I'm just thinking to myself, idea wise, seems pretty dumb that if you're going to have a fake gun, you don't really need a police officer there because a fake gun can't shoot somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't understand why you would have a real gun ever. Right. Like, we, we just, like, we we live in a world where we are able to do so much when it comes to technology that I don't think we even need to have real guns. Now, I can hear somebody, a filmmaker, that's like, it's I need something realistic that gives like a the, method the weight. And it's like, okay, sure, but then um, you're going to have issues like this. Right. You know, I also think, like, maybe that is the case. Maybe if you want to be responsible for, you know, the potential deaths of people on your film set, then you're probably just going to have to pay a, a crap ton of insurance money to make that possible. But then also live with yourself if somebody ends up dying. Like, right. I just think that's a weird gamble that probably most filmmakers don't need to aren't don't feel obligated to make. And I bet a lot of them would be like. Let's just have fake guns. Right. But specifically, hiring a police officer seems like a totally extra thing and unnecessary. Also, like in a time when we have, like, CGI can do anything. Yeah. Like, I think I said this off the air, but, like, we brought, or they brought Carrie Fisher back to life to act in a movie. Like, there is, technology is capable of Doing all kinds of things. Well, and you can even have like a realistic looking fake gun. You don't have to do anything digitally to it. You can just make a prop that looks like a real gun. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And that can't shoot. I have a dumb question. I don't know that anybody here has an answer to it, but I, I imagine they have a need for that on in stage shows. Yeah. You know? I mean, they have fake cigarettes. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't smoke anymore. Right. And I don't think, also, I mean, the number of times I see somebody smoking in a stage production, I'm like, well, it's clear you've never smoked. And I have that thought, but it doesn't ruin the show for me. Right. So, like, yeah, you know, because they'll inhale, you know, they don't inhale. Right. And they just puff, you know, puff, puff. you're like, you've never smoked before. Why are you even pretending? Yeah. Um, but, like, if if you can do that, there's no reason. If you can have a fake Siggy, you can have a fake gun. And then you just don't have to worry about it. I do not understand. And nobody has satisfactorily answered the question to me why it was ever necessary to have a live gun on a set other mm-hmm. than I can hear some like, you know, like, well, see theater uh, movies. It's all about recreating a reality and you mm-hmm. have to have like I can hear somebody trying to make that argument. But Fine, that's, but we also have seen, you know, um, aliens fly through space. Yeah. And we didn't need to get real aliens and send them to real space. Yeah, mm, that's too expensive, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like or like you know, like it's going to take a lot of takes in a scene where you're eating a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. I do not expect you to always be eating the cheeseburger, right? Right? Like you can do things in a way. It's it's called make believe. Yeah. Right. Like right. it's fine. Well, and like you said, you know, like for example, there are continuity mistakes all the time in movies yeah. and TV and it doesn't ruin the experience for us yeah. because we know we are watching an imaginary situation unfold on the on the screen. Yeah. I mean, we're capable of like I know you know that animal's not really talking. Thank you. <laughs> what? It's true. Clifford the big red dog is not real. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. After this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We like to tell you about them every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, and we have a name for them. That name is D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? Sorry, I was drinking tea. Uh, Jeff Ooh. Bezos. For his gigantic uh, mobile in the sky? No, I okay. would ride his mobile all the way to Mars. All right. <laughs> the actual mobile, Not Thank Jeff you. Bezos, you know. Anyway, the reason he's my D-bag today is because of this article from the uh, from page six. And I think Lori and Julia talked about this story yesterday. Lori was telling uh, Julia about it. Jeff Bezos tweets Leonardo DiCaprio Titanic sized threat after his girlfriend swoons over Leo. Oh, okay. So this is just one of those stories where there's just so much debaggery happening. But specifically, it's I'm going to hone to in really on. really figure out what strand you're braiding with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Jeff Bezos apparently teased legendary actor. We're calling him legendary actor now. Like he's full Marlon Brando. Um, I mean, anyway. Uh, Leonardo- he's two Big Macs and an island short. Yes. Well, Aren't we I all? would imagine he's in the process of securing 
all of the above at this very moment. Um, but anyway, so apparently Jeff teased Leo because, you know, like when you're a fabulous multi-billion trillionaire, I don't know, super mm. rich, mega rich man, you travel in the same circles, of course, as legendary actors like Leo. And um, it all started with a photograph of Jeff Bezos' gal, you know, his lady. His lady. Lauren Sanchez, um, who was making googly eyes at Leonardo DiCaprio at the LACMA Art and Film Gala. LA, I don't know what that is. It just smells like money. It's a lot. It's just a fancy museum party. A lot of rich people, you know. It's in LA. It's rich people mingling. She is... Looking, uh, you know, all googly eyed at Leo, who, by the way, looks like he's about eight feet tall. And Jeff Bezos looks like he's about three feet tall up to his nipple. Yeah. No, literally. Yeah. Anyway, so, of course, she's looking up at Leo because she's tiny compared Mm -hmm. to him. But there was this whole thing where people are like, oh, Lauren Sanchez trying to get some of that Leo. And, of course, two alpha males, you know, um, competing for the same woman. Somebody has to whip out their unit. Improve their manhood and send it to space. <laughs> well, I mean, he did that already, right? But You'd spe- think he was satisfied, but a- no. Apparently, he was not satisfied because he tweeted after that photo uh, went up. Jeff Bezos tweeted a picture of him shirtless himself, Jeff Bezos topless, holding on to mm. a danger sign that says "steep cliff, fatal drop," and with the caption "Leo, come over here, I want to show you something." <laughs> And I don't think he wanted to show him his rippling pectoral muscles. I think he wanted to give him the implication, like, don't mess with my lady, Leo, or I'll throw you off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Somebody wrote on Twitter, Bezos looking like Leo about to send him to the bar to get him and shorty drinks. (laughs) (laughs) That retelling of that was great. (laughs) That Twitter didn't. Come out as well as I read it, but I liked it. but the moral of the story is this is so gross, and it's yeah. just like it's just it's just sad. It's gross. Yeah. It's just gross because you know I I think Jeff Bezos gives rich dudes a bad rap. He there is so, he feels so smarmy to me. I just get a real oh. yeah. real hot smarm vibe. Yeah. off of him, and yeah. I think a lot of criticism lobbed at you know. It's not like I'm trying to defend Jeff Bezos. I think like people who throw all of Amazon under the bus because Mm -hmm. of Jeff Bezos are missing a huge opportunity to be a jerk to Jeff Bezos Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of people that make Amazon uh, the company that it is. A lot of people that will earn far less than Jeff Bezos actually Mm -hmm. earn. So I don't think we need to demonize Amazon. I think we should, you know, direct our... um, like arched eyebrow at Jeff Bezos, Mm -hmm. at least when it comes to this kind of behavior, because this is our territory celebrities behaving badly. He considers himself styles himself a celebrity Mm -hmm. at this point. And I like just trying to like trash talk Leo. Also Leo's like, I don't want your lady. I got enough ladies of my own. I didn't want to say it, but I was going to say like, I, I'm going to say this is not this is not like one of those moments where you're like somebody's like, do you like this outfit? And you go for you. It looks great. Right. That's rude. But I don't when I see Jeff Bezos is a lady, I don't think she looks like Leo's type. 
So that's not to say well, she's, she's not, older than his type. Exactly. Number one. That's kind of yeah. where I was going. Um, she's also maybe had a little more work done than his type usually does. And again, <laughs> she's a, she's probably wow. a lovely person. I don't know her. I just am saying history tells a story and we've seen Leo just don't flatter yourself, Jeff Bezos, I guess is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah but then to also flatter yourself, not humbly or like, right. <laughs> uh, but to do so by taking your shirt off. Like, Ugh. hey, wouldn't it be funny if I like totally trolled Leo by posting this photo of me being a man holding on to this Oh, yeah, sign? his shirt is off. Yes, oh, I big told you. That, like I said, big smarm vibes. I don't check, want your misogyny, Jeff Bezos. Too. Well, unless okay, it's that didn't hot, come out right. but like, it's not hot. I mean, if you're going to be misogynistic, at least do it, you know, better sexily. <laughs> I mean, I'm cheap that way. I'm, you know, like you can uh, you can argue away or forgive a lot of sins um, if you're not smarmy. And he just loses, loses the room for being extra mm. smarmy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Heavy smarm on that one. Also, um, then it just makes like like when you're Jeff Bezos and you post a shirtless photo it just reminds all of the people who work for you that you have time to get bulging muscles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In paradise. And go hiking in beautiful places with steep fatal drops. <laughs> Which on a on a regular day, I don't find myself in those areas. But no. I don't think the working class typically runs in those areas. Yeah, but no, you can't take a bathroom break. What? Yeah. But right. I look, I look yeah, great right. on Instagram. Oh! Okay. That said, I will say they, they've been doing a lot lately to, you know, like, man, they will deliver something in like five minutes to your house. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I actually also, Bradley, like the point that you made, which is that there are a lot of people who are working people who work for Amazon and to like do the whole, like, I'm not going to yeah, like do that. Better, like you're better than Amazon. You're I got news for you. To, any retail, you're not sticking it to Bezos. Any retail establishment you patronize is somehow using technology that Amazon is either using or has created or um, brought to being. So Mm -hmm. it's not like you can live in a world where Amazon isn't a part of your life, Mm -hmm. whether or not you get those packages. There are other systems to be angry about. I'd like everyone to look up Amazon web services Mm. and then you can do your homework. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, and also thank you for bringing stuff to my house. I literally wanted to order. Oh, what was it today? I think, uh, razor refills. And it was like, do you want them today? And I was like, of course I do. Yes, I do. I'm going (laughs) to shave so much. Like I don't need them. And then they're like, but, but then my other favorite, thing is here we'll give you free money if you get them in a week and i'm like i can do that give me free money right also yes please just put it right in my garage do you have that amazon I key delivery open oh. my garage yeah, i love it you guys too far no i'm gonna tell you how great this is because you know those porch pirates especially as christmas shows up i mean it's not yeah. i don't mess around but i this is what i know about how they deliver it to your garage if you've got that amazon key delivery they have to open your garage so if you're outside doing yard work and your garage is open because that's where you keep your yard utensils and you're like yarding and they walk they show up they're gonna they're like no they'll ask you to close it can you please close your garage so we can open your garage and put Uh, the package in there because their system can't tell yeah so they have to do that which is i'm like that but that feels good to me 
Anyway, Jeff Bezos, stop. Yeah, stop being nasty. He's so thirsty. <sighs> Would you like to know who like, my D-bag is? Uh, yes, please. Um, I, I do, I, I've, I'm really torn about this. Um, oh. Chris Pratt's mother-in-law. Oh no, dragging the Kennedy clan. Into I know, the I just story. did oh, it. I thought you were saying like dragon, like the dragon medieval yeah. character. No. Sorry, carry on. Maria Shriver. Yeah, have, everybody calls Maria the dragon Kennedy. No. <laughs> Fire breathing. Um, Maria Shriver has entered the chat because, as you remember, now we're on day like what, three of debaggery around Chris Pratt's obnoxious, nauseating post about his wife, uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger, whose mother is Maria Shriver. Um, And, you know, so the first day was that he wrote the post to begin with. It was just like dripping, dripping with stinky misogyny. (laughs) And then the second day was because he lost sleep over it, but not for the right reasons. And then he just, you know went on a run and listened to his praise music and all was well. But now today, so that was yesterday's debaggery today. It's that Maria Shriver has entered the chat and she really feels like she needs to defend her son-in-law. Oh, okay. She wrote on, um, on his Instagram post because you can't just pick up the phone and call him. No, we don't do that. Mm -mm. I want to remind you today what a good man you are, what a great father you are to Jack and Lila, what a great husband you are to Catherine, and what a great son-in-law you are to me, and what a great sense of humor you have. I love you, Chris. Keep being your wonderful self and rise above the noise. Your kids love you, your family loves you, and your wife loves you. You're, what a beautiful life. I'm proud of you, XO. Barf. Okay, cool. Awesome. I did not need to see that. That was a no. That wasn't for, conversation for the Thanksgiving dinner table. If indeed it was actually no, for Chris. that was a conversation for you. Thank Colleen, you. I know, and I am rejecting it. Thanks. Like she showed up so that she could tell y'all because this isn't about the actual relationship they have. This is about her using her platform to do um, to make Chris look better. To endorse I, I could him. Totally it's an endorsement. See, um, her daughter being like, can she please just say something nice about Chris? Because he's getting a lot of hate on social media right now. At least that's the the story I'm telling in my head. Because the only other option is that he called and was like, hey, uh, would you mind like saying some nice things about me on social? Because I'm getting it kind of hard right now. I'm just going to let that sit there. <laughs> I mean, I because I don't know in any other world where yeah. that's, you know. But but yeah. to your point, I don't understand this. I think the thing that rubs some people the wrong way about Chris Pratt, because I don't follow Chris Pratt. I'm certainly been aware of these stories because you brought them to our attention and we poked fun at him before because he seems to do this thing where like he's live like he wants to be a. It's of a piece that other people indulge on social media who try to like. I don't even know how to describe this. Someday when I have a lot more time on my hands, maybe I'll... Um, like long, more than a three-hour show? More than a three-hour show. <laughs> um, do like a deep dive into like what this behavior really is because it's like this performing a life that I just don't believe is actually real. Yeah. You know, but it's mm-hmm. like, this is... But who- it's curated. Yeah, I mean, and, and to a certain extent, we all do that. Like, I don't post right. ugly photos on Instagram. Why would right. I do that? Right. Like, oh, look at my look at this 
ugly ass photo. Right, we all only show the parts of our life that we want to show. But but I think what I hear you saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is that he almost like he almost has a filter on his actual life that he's presenting in also, a way just, that doesn't seem real. Yeah, and I also just don't buy the stuff that he says. Like it's an idea of a person and a marriage and a family. And I don't buy, like, I don't understand the importance. I guess in the year 2021, I think people following Chris Pratt and others are savvy enough to find what's genuine. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like they would find these posts to be genuine. Right. I don't think we're the only ones who look at these posts and go, because, like, you all. Holly, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And, um,. Sometimes we have uh, some extra D-bags lying around. we got to throw them in this segment. It's a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Thank you. What's going on? (laughs) Who's your D-bag? It's Rebel Wilson. Oh, what's she up to? Oh, my gosh. Hi, honey. Guess what? Guess what she's up to. I don't know. Working on a program? Mm Mm-mm. Guess, Got a new boyfriend? Just, no. Oh. Talking about her. Anyone? Well, I mean, it can't be her weight loss. It obviously is her oh, weight loss. No. Okay. We're still doing this. But this one is like this one is enhanced. So um I I am a glutton for punishment because I click on these things sometimes. Rebel Wilson can't fit into any of her heels. And it's because of this weird weight loss side effect. I was like, uh, what? What? So I clicked because I was like, tell me more. Here's a new angle. She can't fit in her shoes. I've noticed weird things. She tells us weekly about her body changes after her weight loss. My feet have shrunk. It's the weirdest thing because every time I put on high heels, they're always too big and I look like an idiot. It's the most annoying thing ever because who would have thought your feet would lose weight? I was living with a lot of inflammation in the body and I just didn't realize that. That's why my feet were bigger. It wasn't actually the size of the foot. It was because of the inflammation. What? Well, I know you all are thinking, what am I reading? What, where, what are we doing? Inflammation. Whenever somebody says inflammation, my spidey senses go up because it sounds like marketing. Okay. Well, guess what? What? I want you to scroll, scroll. There's a picture of her walking down the street holding a camera. I don't want you to look at that picture. Scroll down again. And I want you to look at that picture. She's drinking a bottle of water. And what else do you see in that picture? Uh, what is that? She's holding something. Eh. Uh, are you talking about the lady on the bike? Yeah. Oh, look at this. Ollie Winter Wellness Cafe. What is that? What is that? What is, what that? is that? Well, what? aren't Ollie, aren't those those gummy vitamins? Thank you. Oh, is this spawn? This is 1000% spawn con. It oh. is pulling you in with a story about Rebel Wilson uh, and her feet not being able to fit into her shoes. And then it pivots to her inflammation and how she's so much healthier now. And it's not just her inflammation that's gone. It's also her hair and her skin and her nails. They're healthier, too. Why? Anyone? Anyone? Because gummy vitamins? Because gummy vitamins. She swears by the Ollie Wellness Undeniable Beauty Supplements. Of course she does, because they pay her bills. 
It has biotin mm. and keratin in it. Back in the day, I was using keratin treatments on my hair, but then to ingest it, it's kind of like beauty from the inside out in a way. Oh, I wonder if that was a bullet point given to her by the <laughs> good people at Ollie. Now, listen, I don't have any kind of truck with any kind of celebrity entering into these types of relationships. But don't pee on my leg and tell me it's a gummy vitamin. No, but well, the difference is, you know, we might know a thing or two about advertising here on My Talk 1071. Hashtag ad. Uh, but you will always know if something is an ad. We do, mm-hmm. like, I just got done telling you about the wonderful people over at Dakota Dental. But I told you that, right? Like, you understand right. that that's what we do on the radio station. She's not, this is content, and I would actually take Us Weekly to task yeah. more than Rebel Wilson. Because right. did you see, where is this dumb thing that was actually written by somebody? Oh, an actual, quote, reporter wrote the following words. And the fact that the gummies are so yummy doesn't hurt either. The <laughs> undeniable beauty, essential prenatal, and perfect woman's multi are like her little afternoon pick-me-up. The reverse uh. holds true, too, though, <laughs> as the bedtime beauty gummies help the pooch perfect star wind down every evening. Okay. So, like, um, <laughs> you know, Rebel Wilson, no shame in her hustle game. Right? She's making dollars. Hi, Samantha Holder. Mm-hmm. You're literally just copy-pasting a press release. Yeah. Because we see this all the time on Us Weekly's arch-rival People.com. Yes. However, when you see stuff like this, it is clear, and they label it what it is. Yeah, but you have to just be clear, and she's not. Mm-mm. Anyway, shame on me for clicking. How dare you. How dare you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Here's a weird pivot. Hey, what diet food is better than the Yay! original? We're talking. <laughs> I love diet food. 651-641-1071 after this on My Talk 1071.